listening to the Zero Hour. Rest your eyes. Exercise your imagination. Today's pseudonym's computer readout of automated murder. Ben Spindle in the light. Starring Bob Crane. In the Mutual Broadcasting System presentation of... The Zero Hour. Brought to you by the Ford Motor Company and Lazy Boy Recliners. This is the Zero Hour on Mutual Radio. This is Hugh Downs with a Ford Car Buyers report on a subject that car buyers are giving serious thought to. The real cost of owning a car, which Ford feels involves three considerations. What you pay for it, how much it costs to operate, and trade-in value. What about purchase price? Well, Ford believes that the 74 LTD offers car buyers who need and want the six-passenger comfort and quiet ride of a full-size car a real alternative to a big full-size car. The Ford LTD, up to 400 pounds lighter than some medium-priced full-size cars. The LTD is also sticker-priced up to $900 less. And you'll be pleasantly surprised at the luxury and driving peace of mind that the LTD offers. The 1974 LTD is the best-selling car in its price class, evidence that for many people, it's the best solution to owning a full-size car. The well-made Ford. The closer you look, the better we look. Technology has brought us many things. Machines are now capable of performing services that we as people once had to do. Electronic brains, when programmed, can do our thinking for us. Today, Bend, Spindle, and Mutilate. A story about a computer. A machine designed to ease the burden of man's work. But this computer is special. It's been programmed for murder. Hello, everybody. Hi, Hi Dick. How you doing? Reggie, how have you been? Lots better since I left this place. Don't say hello, Debbie. <laughs> What's with her? Oh, she and Lewis are having a lover's quarrel. Debbie and Lewis? They've got a give-and-take relationship. He gives, she takes. They're made for each other. Hey, where's everyone? Mr. Waxman got a new computer that does most of the work now. Lewis, Debbie, Olga, and me are the only ones left. Waxman fired everyone else. Yeah, that figures. Uh, by the way, uh, where's the old Kraut? In there, with Henry. Who's Henry? The new computer. Where is Louis Bacon? Oh, hi, Mr. Waxman. Reginald, what have you done to your hair? Ah, uh, I let it grow. You know, it's, uh, pretty long, huh? What's happening? Still not making yourself clear, I see. What's happening? Another phrase coined by illiterate adolescents like yourself. Uh, Dick Cotsey, go find me Lewis. Yes, Mr. Waxman. You're not here on business, I take it. Ah, uh, no. Then I suggest you pay your social visits during non-working hours. Hey, can't you knock when you come in here, Dick? Oh, I didn't know Debbie was here with you. No, we weren't doing anything. Mr. Waxman wants to see you, Lewis. What about? Henry, I think. Mm. 
Hey, uh, can I see the new computer? No, you cannot. Well? Lewis will be right out. Why are you standing there, Dick Katzi? Get back to work. Yeah, see you, Reggie. Goodbye, Reginald. Yeah, well, uh, look, will you tell Olga I'm sorry, mister, and I hope Lewis and Debbie lived happily ever after? Goodbye, Reginald. Off, wait, wait a second. the last time you saw Claus Waxman, three weeks ago Friday. Hmm? Look, uh, shouldn't we be down at headquarters of some officer Yale? Reggie, I told you, I'm not a police officer. I'm a private investigator. Don't you have an office? I mean, uh, why a coffee shop? I don't even drink coffee. Reggie, Claus Waxman left on his vacation later that same day you were there. Nobody's heard from him since. You mean I'm a suspect? Are you with missing persons? Reggie. I'm sorry. It's just, uh, well, cops are my thing, you know. Not cops, actually, but they're seen. You know, like handcuffs and badges and shiny shoes or radios that go... Reggie, uh, let's go to my office, huh? We can talk there. Yeah. Louis Bacon contacted me earlier this week. I've spoken to everyone at the office. Mr. Kotze mentioned your name. You know, Yale, I'm glad Dick turned you on to me. Together we can solve this thing. I say to someone, did the old man in? Reggie, Klaus Waxman is missing. That's all we know. Well, that's what they said about his wife, too. Whose wife? Waxman's. Right when I started working there, the cops came and everything. What's this? They didn't tell you? Well, look, uh, Waxman's wife didn't come home one night or so he said, and uh, everyone at the office figured she just split on him, but uh, he freaked out and called the cops. Did she come back? Well, it took him a week to find her. Where was she? Oh, bottom of some canyon. She went through the guardrail on a sharp turn, and uh, the car probably did a million flips on the way down, and boom. Only way they knew it was her was, uh, you know, like from her teeth. Well, car accidents happen all the time. Yeah, I know. Everyone said it was uh, just a coincidence. A coincidence? Well, the Waxmans weren't getting along, and, uh, well, it wasn't much of a secret. Uh, she wanted to move back to the old country, and he was for staying. And things weren't going too well then with the business. And after she died, he took over. Uh, he bought a computer and suddenly rare sheet music was happening. I got a hand at the waxman. The guy had a sense of timing. Did you say he took over? From whom? From his wife. See, up till then, she called the shots. It was her right. The business belonged to her. Hi, I'm Jim Backus with news about an exciting sale taking place at your Lazy Boy dealers today. You may now put a famous Lazy Boy reclining chair into your living room at unbelievable savings. The ultimate in beauty and comfort can be yours in the style of your choice to match your favorite decor. Don't just sit, relax, and recline sumptuously in a Lazy Boy. Your choice of quality colors and fabrics. See your Lazy Boy dealer today. <laughs> Do that. <laughs> Hurry up. He's waiting. Yes, he is. Ramada Inns announced kids that cost less. Your kids, 18 and under, stay free when they share your room. Now that's a real family plan. And Ramada Inns serve you up great family restaurants with everything from hot dogs and hamburgers to your favorite steak. Dial 800-228-2828. Toll free for reservations. At Ramada Inns, you're always welcome home. Hi, I'm David Steinberg. In my act, I use a great deal of biblical material. The Bible is full of fascinating characters, folks like Noah, Elisha the prophet, Jezebel, that whole crowd. The Bible also talks about plagues, disease, and pestilence, which I never, frankly, found to be a rich source of humor. 
Many of the diseases of biblical and more recent times have disappeared. Some are still with us. Cancer is one of them. Yet now, after thousands of years of recorded history, the American Cancer Society believes cancer can be wiped out in our lifetime. But the American Cancer Society needs your help to win a victory over a disease that's been with us for every generation since Adam and Eve. Support vital research and life-saving education and services for cancer patients and their families. Please give generously when your American Cancer Society volunteer calls. Thank you. How do you like your new stereo set? Oh, it's really far out, Louis. Thanks. It was a nice present. You're spoiling me. Well, uh, is it, uh, is it worth a dinner to you? What did the computer say? Oh, Debbie. Can I ever get a straight answer from you? Louis, you're just like Henry. Temperamental. If you're not programmed right, you go on the blink. There. You see? Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. You have to treat Henry delicately. What's the matter, Henry? Is it something you ate? I'll call for repair now. Olga, can't you stop for just like a, you know, a scant minute? No, my, my work, if I don't finish, the computer takes my chop. Yeah. Sounds like you've been listening to Waxman. Well, when he comes back, if I'm behind in my work... Yeah, but what if he doesn't come back? What are you doing here? I would like to buy uh, Beethoven's Tenth Symphony. Then fill out an order form. Wouldn't do any good. He only wrote nine. Oh, Reggie, go take a hike. Where's Dick? How should I know? Olga, would you call the repair service? Henry's broken again. But if I don't finish my work... Don't worry. Lewis won't fire you. Has Lewis taken over? Well, he's running things until Mr. Waxman gets back. What's it to you? Uh, I'm on a case. It's, uh, you know, a good practice. What case? That's it. Play it cool, Debbie. Oh, hello there, Reggie. Oh, hi, Louis. Uh, what's happening? Business as usual. What's uh, happening with you? Excuse me. They're sending a man out to fix the computer. Oh, uh, thank you, Olga. Well, Reggie's here looking for trouble. That's all I can get out of him. Hi, Reg. What's happening? Yes, uh... What is happening? Gee, I'm glad everybody's here. Now I can say what I had to say only once. Reggie, did a man named Yale talk to you? Dominic Yale. Yeah, I called him. Sure, that's right. We're working together. Well, sort of. You know, uh, he told me about Waxman disappearing. <laughs> what oh. is so funny? <laughs> Sorry to have to end your new career so soon, Reggie. Apparently, your partner didn't pass along the latest information to you. You little snot. Don't tease him. Tell him. Tell me what? We heard from Waxman. He called. That's right. The old man's alive and well in sunny Mexico. He's taking off an extra two weeks. Sorry to disappoint you, Reggie. Sure. All right, now, what's everyone standing around for? Come on, there's work to be done. Oh, that poor Reggie. Reggie, don't break the door. Hey, thanks a lot for letting me know you found Waxman. I just made a fool out of myself. We haven't found Waxman. There was a telephone call, but it could have been from anyone. You mean you're not off the case? Officially, I am, but sit down, Reggie. Will you? Okay. 
about what? I was intrigued by what you said about Waxman's wife, her untimely death. Yeah, so? Legwork, Reggie. It's part of the job. I turned up something you might find interesting. Did you know that Mrs. Waxman was a diabetic? A what? She had diabetes, sugar mm. in the blood. You didn't know that? No. I spoke to the coroner today. Technically, Mrs. Waxman died of burns suffered in the car accident. But she might have died even if she hadn't gone over the cliff. Hmm. There was no trace of insulin in the body or anywhere in the car. Mrs. Waxman passed out at the wheel. Yale here. Uh, Reggie here. What's happening? Reggie, I've been trying to reach you. Where you been? Here. Where's here? In Waxman's house. How did you get in? Through a window. I found something. You broke in? There's a box here full of Mrs. Waxman's personal stuff. You know, pictures and letters, mostly. Reggie, get out of that house. No needles or medicine or anything like that, but I found some false teeth. Now, look, I know that sounds weird. Look, but... leave now and get over here. I'll wait for you. I'll bring all this junk. Reggie, hang up the phone. 10-4? Yes, 10-4. 10-4? Did you ever see so much junk in your life? Look at this stupid stuff. Look at these. Computer punch cards. Do not bend, spindle, or mutilate. These dentures. Does Claus Waxman have his teeth, his real teeth? I guess so. Uh, I've never seen him take them out. These were in the box? Yeah. You know, these computer cards look funny. Uh, different, I mean. Uh, we always used another kind at the store. Let me see those. Yeah, yeah. And they're punched. I wonder what machine they go to. I wonder what they say. You know something, Reggie? No, what? Something else you said the other day is starting to intrigue me. What'd I say? You said someone did the old man in. You've been hearing some pretty lavish claims recently about miles per gallon. We'd like you to consider something equally important, and that's range. Range is the miles per gallon multiplied by the number of gallons your car's tank holds. Range is what makes the Buick Apollo such a special small car. It comes from coupling the Apollo's economical six-cylinder engine with a standard 21-gallon tank. It holds a lot, but it doesn't use a lot. Look into the Apollo. It's the Buick of small cars. Hi, this is Jim Packers with news about why Lazy Boy is America's comfort favorite. It appeals to men because of rugged construction and he-man comfort. Women love it because there are beautiful styles that match any decor. And there's an amazing choice of hundreds of colors and fabrics. A Lazy Boy lets you recline to any position, even full bed. Put a Lazy Boy in your living room and into your life. See your Lazy Boy dealer today. He's waiting. Run down there. Go. Yes, indeed. The time is 6.45 a.m. Oh, boy, already? Well, this ought to get me going. The time is 7.15 a.m. Breakfast is ready, Henry. Okay, I'll be right down. The time is 7.30 a.m. More coffee, dear. It's maybe half a cup. I'm running a little late this morning. The time is 7.45 a.m. How do you like that? Nothing but shortages of this and shortages of that. Well, I noticed there's no shortage of tobacco. Huh? Oh, sorry. Did my cigarette bother you? Yes. Doesn't it bother you? The time is 8.05 a.m. Hello? Oh, hi, Bill. Hey, hang on a second, will you? Let me grab a cigarette. Now, 
What's happening? If this sounds like a typical day in your life, your life must not mean much to you, does it? Kick the habit. Join the unhooked generation. This reminder from your lung association is a matter of life and breath. John, did you find the computer to match I gave you? Sure did. The Tiara 650. Good. Yeah, incidentally, this is the kid I was telling you about. Reggie, meet John Jortha. He's a computer expert. Hello, Reggie. Uh, what's happening? What? That's the way he says hello. <laughs> oh, uh, what's happening to you, too? John, what's in the cards? I can't tell you that, Dominic. Why not? The Tiara don't make the 650 no more. Phased it out a year ago. They go with a 2000 now. She really moves. That's no help. I got the catalog. Here's a picture of the 650. She was a good one, but slow. Recognize it, Reggie? We never had one that looked like that. You sure? Positive. John, won't the newer model process these cards? No way. Unless I can dig up an old 650, it won't do you no good at all. Well, then start digging. Reggie, I'm going to see what I can find out about the dentures. Yeah. I want you to get some information from me about the computer they have in the office right now. Henry? But how? They won't let me near it. You'll find a way. Use the door. It's locked. Isn't it? You're lucky that Lewis isn't working late. Look at all this broken glass. Listen, Dick, Dick, you gotta help me. I broke the wrong window. I, I thought I'd be in the room with the computer. I have a key, but what do you want to get in there for? Police work, Dick. It's very secret. Reggie, I think you've been watching too much television. No, Dick, honest. This is for real. I can't let you in without a reason. If I tell you what it's for, will you? Hmm, maybe. Well, look, it's against regulations, but okay. Remember when Waxman's wife disappeared? Everyone said it was just a coincidence. John. John, turn off the machines. Greetings, Dominic. Where's Reggie? Uh, right here. What took you so long? Mr. George has been showing me how these things work, and that's pretty neat. Where's the 650? You said you found one. Right over here. We'll let her warm up. You got anything on those teeth? Waxman had his own. It could mean nothing, but I think they're crucial to this case. Well, I hope so, but if they're not, can I keep them? I won't even ask why. She's ready. All right, let's see what we got. What do you make of this? Hmm, this is a dosage. For insulin, maybe. Yeah, I think so. They match with the prescription I got from Mrs. Waxman's pharmacist. You think somebody used this to knock off the old lady? That's what I think. Where's the rundown you got on the new computer? Ah, uh, it's right here. John, would it be possible to program this type of machine to say something we wanted to? I'd need to write cards. Like these? Like those. Good. Here's what I want them to say. Nobody move. Easy, Reggie. Hi, Dick. How's the uh, window? Is Lewis here? He's in with Henry. Olga, would you please... Oh, it's you again. Hi, Princess. Hello, Messieurs. Uh, we've come to feed Henry. Please, I cannot work with all this commotion. Take a break, Olga. But my work... Look, why don't we all go into the computer room? What for? Henry's got something to tell us, and I'd like you all to be there. Uh, Mr. Yale, 
Henry is very sensitive, and I, I think I should be the one to feed him. Well, I hope Henry doesn't have diabetes. What's that supposed to mean? Nothing. All right, Henry. Open up. I know what happened that day when Mrs. Waxman went over the cliff. It was no accident like everyone thinks. It was murder. Hey, hey, wait a minute. What, what is this? Keep reading. Klaus Waxman and his accomplice conspired to kill her, and it almost worked. Who's playing games? I know who killed Mrs. Waxman. I know, and I'm going to tell. No, no, you can't tell. You're just a machine. Oh, there? Klaus won't tell. He can't. Shut it off. Klaus can't tell because you killed him, didn't you, Mrs. Worcester? Yeah, he had it coming. He lied to me. Without her, we could be together, he said. He showed me how to use the computer to devise the perfect crime, and I did. Klaus Waxman was an evil man, an evil man. You want to come downtown, Olga? That's enough, Reggie. Mrs. Worcester, the police would like to hear your story. Yale here. Uh, Reggie here. Uh, what's happening? Olga confessed to both killings. They dug up Waxman's body. Hey, did you find out whose false teeth those were? Olga's. Waxman was keeping them around with the punch cards to stop her from telling the police about their little plot. Hey, weird. <laughs> Murder's always weird, Reggie. Yeah. Well, look, uh, let me know if you need any help on your next case, Yale. Yeah, I'll do that. In the meantime, try to stay out of trouble. Huh? Okay. 10-4? 10-4. Over and out. probably know all about Ford pickups, how they work like a truck, ride like a car, how they've got Ford's famous twin I-beam front suspension, front disc brakes, standard, choice of an economical six or three V8s. But maybe you didn't know about Ford's new Super Cab. Super Cab's the only two-door pickup that's roomy enough for a full back seat. I didn't know that. Well, Ford's new Super Cab pickup makes a big difference in capacity to carry people or things. You can do most anything with it. Order Super Cab with an optional bench seat that's five and a half feet wide. That's room enough for a family of six to ride in sedan-like comfort. And the bench seat folds flat to make a load floor. I didn't know that. Or get two facing jump seats. Optional. They fold out of the way for cargo. Or order Super Cab with no rear seats at all. Then you get a full 44 cubic feet of storage space. I didn't know that either. Ford's new Super Cab. It's news even to people who thought they knew all about Ford pickups. See it now at your local Ford dealer. I'm Rod Serling. Close your eyes. Exercise your imagination. And join us again on our next presentation of The Zero Hour. Ben Spindle and Mutilate is an original radio drama by Sue Donnan. Bob Crane was heard as Dominic Gere. Featured in the cast were Dawes Butler, Jane Webb, Jerry Dexter, Johnny Gunn, and Byron Kane. Zero Hour, created by J.M. Colas, directed by Don Hills, is produced in Hollywood for the Mutual Broadcasting System by Radio Productions Incorporated. Music is composed and conducted by Stanley D. Hoffman, Rochelle Sherman, associate producer. This has been a presentation of the Mutual Broadcasting System.